Blog Talk Radio. The Phoenix is rising. The Phoenix is rising. Say what? The Phoenix is rising. The Phoenix is rising. The Phoenix is rising. It's rising, rising, rising. The Phoenix is rising, 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 rising. The Phoenix is rising, rising, rising. The Phoenix is rising, is rising, rising, rising. good to be here with you. We are still here. Yes, we are still here. We've been through a lot of changes during this year. Always something going on, but we're still here. Yes, after being beat down, censored, silenced, and even betrayed, the voice of freedom still speaks out, and that is what we are, the voice of freedom. So join us as we bring the truth to you on word of compassion, reflection, we reflect on the current events of the day, not only from the progressive point of view, no, but from the humanitarian point of view, which is a lot more important. In our society, we have buzzwords when somebody does something that's humanitarian, talks about helping the people and promoting the general welfare. They quickly call us communists. And we have been conditioned to be afraid when they call us that and to start denying it, to go off target to stop discussing what we were discussing before they threw that slanderous word out, even though nothing's really wrong with that. Now it's time to get past that, though. On word of compassion reflection, we look at current events and we offer you ways of changing your life, as you can see in the links below, ways that you can create a more just society for yourself and your loved ones, and ways where you can go to our website and donate to help us be able to produce videos to do massage and Reiki and all types of healing modalities at a lower price and to give people the power through knowledge, the knowledge of self, to change the world. Welcome to Warrior of Compassion Reflections. Always available Wednesdays, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And sometimes extra. Welcome.
somewhat better way today is there than to begin to go over current events by looking at our current events spinner. What is our current events spinner? Ta-da, Facebook. We're going to go down here and we're going to look at some of these stories that people are talking about and just review them a little bit for you. Some of them are ridiculous. Some of them are funny. Some of them are pathetic. So as we roll down here looking at this viewpoint of America, let's see what we can find that is very interesting. All right, my God, I'm looking at Alibaba here. If you don't know that what Alibaba is, it is the place that sells products all over the world from China. Shows a portable living crate for one thousand one hundred dollars. Look at this. Scooters for $980, electric scooters, all kinds of things that are probably affordable, but we can't get here. They're even sure it's an electric scooter for an adult for only $97. Isn't that amazing? I bet you if I go look at it, though, the price will jump by maybe 100 or 200 by the time I look at it. My question here is why are those electric scooters so much in the United States and why? In England, can you rent an electric scooter from a company and you drive that rented electric scooter and it's fine, but as soon as you buy your own and you drive it, they pull you over and give you a ticket. Do we see patterns here? I went to Spokane, Washington for a general assembly once. I was in a hotel that was not right near the convention center, maybe three or four miles out. Each day I took an Uber in. It cost about $6. And then I noticed all of these little scooters, these little things called Lime scooters, all over the place. All you need to do is download an app for the Lime scooter and charge it with a certain amount of money, and you could just walk up to any of these little scooters, hit the button on the app, switch it on, and drive this little scooter. So I started taking that to the General Assembly instead of taking a Uber or Lyft. Uber price, $6 or $7. Lime scooter price, $2. But all of a sudden, a lot of people started complaining about the Lime scooters because they complained they were they were too, they were too 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 dangerous and people could hurt themselves or they were being left on places on the sidewalk they were all blocking the sidewalk because you see the way it was set up you could just drop your scooter where you went to and someone else could take it off and use it there were designated areas where people could park them but sometimes people would just park them next to a building so the negative ads were mostly about the convenience of the scooter. Instead of telling people they had to put them in the correct parking space, they just complained because they were all over the place, complained that they were dangerous. But in actuality, 
they were not any more dangerous than the bikes that were sitting nearby that cost like $35 an hour or something like that. The pattern we see, it's all about money. You have the public rail systems who want to get money, worried about the Ubers taking their place and the cab companies worrying about the Ubers taking their place. Now the Ubers and everyone else taking, worried about these scooters taking their place, including the fact that they don't use gas and people can take them anytime they want to and they're not as expensive. I think the people in power can see a possibility of losing all of their money if people start riding these scooters because they have it set up so that everything is almost equal, you know. As the price of gas goes up most of the time, the public transportation goes up to keep it almost equal. It always edges up a little bit along with the price of gas so that no one will just get tired of paying for gas and take the public transportation. And a lot of times in the Philadelphia area, the public transportation runs at times in a very inconvenient, so you still have to drive most of the time. Then the price of these little bikes you see on the street are so high that you might as well take an Uber or a cab somewhere because um, you're paying a lot of money just to pedal a bike around. So most people don't want to or can't afford that. I mean, think of if you were commuting every day and you were taking one of those every day. $35 every day in Philadelphia area. Most people are only making seven fifty an hour. Now they're trying to push it up to 11 an hour. Imagine paying $35 a day, almost three hours worth of work just to take a bicycle and to ride it. It's ridiculous. So it's all geared basically to keep us spending a lot of money running on that wheel like mice, never getting anywhere. So in England, they have become as bold, bold enough to allow the big companies to rent out these scooters and so they could pretend to be like they're progressive and give people who own them themselves tickets for riding them. Our capitalism is more subtle. The tricksters do it with tact. What is happening there is that they are just coming out and brutally showing how biased they are, how greedy they are, how much they support the big business instead of the people. I think we run into things like this too many times in our society and in our world. And sometimes if we want to know what is going on here, we can look at other countries, the countries that are more crude at doing it, the ones that are used to getting away with more, and we can understand exactly what's happening behind the doors here, and we can do the same. And people in other countries can look at what's doing going on here, the ones that are, the things that are happening that are not hidden, and then they can look at their own country where it might be more subtle and understand what's going in. 
See, the thing about this world is it's like a book. Once you begin to understand how to read the book, the world and every society in this world will tell you exactly what it wants and what it's doing and what its goal is. All it takes is being able to shift one's view by not looking at intent first to figure out what it's doing. If we just look at what is happening, what it is doing, what the effect is, and we keep examining that until we get a perfect view of it, most of the time we can go back and notice what the intent is. So that is our view of this Facebook electric scooters. There are other posts, of course, like this thing from Abraham Hicks. I don't know who Abraham Hicks is. Who is Abraham Hicks? Maybe people follow Abraham Hicks. It says when you want something that you believe, it feels good. But when you have a desire that you doubt, then that desire does not feel good because the vibrational content of your desire and the vibrational content of your belief does not match. Negative emotion is simply present when you're thinking in opposition to your own desire. Negative emotion is simply present when you're thinking in opposition to your own desire. It's very hard to know what is your own desire and what is not your desire. Your desire can be created through various forms of behavior modification, social conditioning, cognitive social learning, which includes not only giving you reinforcements for doing something or thinking a certain way, but also making you learn from watching images, watching other people's lives, watching the outcome of what other people do repeatedly. Your desires can be shaped. And if you can be shaped to feel a negative emotion, every time you come to the edge of that desire, that keeps you locked in that desire. So this is partially true. But it leaves out the most important part. And that part is it may not have anything to do with your desires. And what is called a negative emotion is not really negative. It's positive because it is giving you the opportunity to realize that you are bumping into some type of idea or belief system that has been placed in your subconscious that is controlling you. And you can now move outside of that. So what we think of as negative sometimes is actually positive because these feelings are always opportunities. They're always doorways that you can choose to open or close. You can choose to go forward into the unknown or stay in what is known, even if it is horrible and you don't like it. 
thing about many of these quotes and many of the sayings around nowadays that are spiritual quotes or sayings is that they are always partially true, but they never go really deeply into what is happening. They never go into the psychological aspect of our lives or the sociological aspects of our lives or the fact that our society is built on creating consensus, moving one in a direction that those in power like so that they can be elected and reelected and stay in charge. I guess that's too political. But that is the world we live in. Don't believe it? Turn on your YouTube channel and start watching and see how many commercials are popping in. Go to TV, and if you're not on a station that doesn't have commercials, something you're paying for that doesn't have commercials, notice how the commercials come in all the time telling you what you need, what you should buy, what you should look like, where you should live. And every movie does the same thing, going into the subconscious, programming one's thoughts and one's desires. So before one becomes nervous about one's desires, the first thing that's necessary is for us to find out what our own desires are, what we really want. And when we find what we really want, there will be no problem, no issue with negativity because we will be free to go towards that. And that usually is something to do with love, peace, tranquility, contentment, and freedom. Freedom from having to perform. It just doesn't add up. 
sometimes things are true, sometimes they are not, and the fearful thing about it all that it's hard to tell which is true and which is not. It's hard to predict anything. There is no one rule that applies every time. We find comfort in thinking so. We cling to the things that we think will help us survive or help us feel better, decrease our mortality. We hold on to those beliefs because of the fear of death, not even realizing that there should be no fear of death because the true you and I has never been born or will never die. We are all eternal, living and moving and breathing in that greater thing called fill in the blank. God is God, the field of possibilities, the ground of being, the Tao, the name doesn't matter because the name is not the thing. What the thing is, is you and I and us seeing that is the most frightening thing possibly happening for the power structure who keeps us imprisoned, enslaved in our minds in a false world, a false narrative that they have created to take away our power to create a beautiful world and to use it to create a world where they are kings and queens and we are popers. That doesn't sound too happy, does it? Maybe we can find something better on the Facebook page. How do we look? We have a change the game with your business. There's a guy who will teach you how to file for a free LLC and you can begin to really make a lot of money. There's a lot of stuff about making money on here. A lot of ways you're supposed to have to make money. I find that very interesting. Not as interesting as the post speed level that says that according to scientists now, there is a way to get to Mars. There's an insane nuclear rocket that can help you visit margin days. Now let me say this. A long time ago, I was watching some of those weird alien shows. Some guy on TV. There are a lot of these weird alien shows where the people are talking about having been in the secret space program and all kinds of stuff. But they talked about some of the discoveries that were around Every time I turn around, 
I swear I see a post or an announcement or something in the news about one of the things they talked about seven or eight years ago. This is the exact same thing they were talking about seven or eight years ago. They said they've had this thing for 40 or 50 years and have been keeping it secret from the general public by the so-called secret space program had been running things like this all over the solar system for decades. I found it hard to believe. But as I listened more and more and the things they were talking about were revealed over and over again, I'm starting to believe it. I still don't believe it completely. But I don't disbelieve it completely either. And as time goes on, I'm starting to believe it more and more. And so all of a sudden, when they want to go to Mars, they discover this thing. They can zoom you to Mars in one day or whatever it is instead of taking 21 months. Really? Are we supposed to be so stupid that we think they just came up with this today? And, of course, if you want to go to the link to see it, the link is broken and you can't find it anymore. It's being censored. Perhaps they were not allowed to let that information out early enough. I mean, too early, and this is too early for it. That shows you how much of the truth we're allowed to learn, doesn't it? It's very interesting. There are a lot of interesting things going on. I would suggest that if you want to learn interesting things, you listen to programs, YouTube channels, and things like that to talk about things you don't agree with, strange things. If you look at things like Guy on TV, you look at stories about aliens and these people who are whistleblowers about a secret space program and all that, it sounds so wild, but after a while, after you start listening and you hear about all these secret inventions and seeing them being popped out one by one and being announced, you start seeing what's happening. You start saying that it seems like these guys are telling the truth. And what happens is they'll call something someone is doing a conspiracy theory over and over and over again for years and years. And then when you're ready to release information or people are listening, they'll say, oh, um, we're going to try creating this engine. And then the conspiracy theory, the real conspiracy, comes out. And the people who said it was a theory can't talk about it anymore because they say, oh, well, they announced they were doing that yesterday. That's the way it works. So the main idea is to keep your mind open to allow yourself to see. Follow the path of the skeptic, the real skeptic or the one who kept their mind open and didn't make a decision and kept gathering information and gathering information and gathering information until they got so much information they were forced to make a decision. And then at that time, they made a decision about whether they believed something or not. 
And that is what the real skeptic was. It wasn't a person who said, well, according to science, that doesn't exist, so we don't look at it. That's, that's closed-mindedness. One doesn't learn like that. One stays in the box. Time to get out of the box. You know, that negative vibration comes not because of one's desires or one's own thinking. It comes because one has been brainwashed by a society not to go there. Thanks for being with us. Visit our website at www.nextstepcoaching.mysite.com. You can see it in our description below. You can enjoy our new book, The Journal of the Seeker. And you can also visit some of our Healing Hand sites in order to help us provide all kinds of wisdom, knowledge, continue the radio programs and all of that for anyone who is interested. Very good to be with you, and we hope that you will have a great holiday. Namaste, folks. <laughs>